previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. They made the landing very soft for me in terms of getting there. And I didn't know them before. Mm-hmm. John just kind of, hey, you want us to pick you up at the airport? And I was like, what? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the, the, it's amazing. Jamie had the same thing. Or was it Jamie? Yeah, it was Jamie that happened. The woman who we're not allowed to yeah. say her name. So we did the same thing. And she's Claire, like, Wait, Claire, what? Claire, 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 Claire. <laughs> I'm in Rosendale right now. I get to say it. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Happy Valentine's Day Eve. Is that what we call this? Did we even remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, really. Totally snuck up on us. Welcome, Roxy. Welcome, Chuck. Yay! Hi. Chuck, Chuck's back. Chuck had a rough week. He's been in hiding, uh, oh. understandably so. You're still proud of your team. I know that, Chuck. But, uh, eh, not really. Uh <laughs> It was a rough go of it. But, uh, it's been a back. rough week. I, I have I have somehow managed since I've been gone the last six days to not turn on any sports. <laughs> I've not looked at any publications or any app sports apps. <laughs> so I am totally off the sports channels until pitchers and catchers report on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's recap then, Scott. Tom Brady throws the quiet. We already know what football. happened. <laughs> So, loyal littles, littles, we have a very important uh, reminder. We mentioned this, uh, I want to say, about a month ago. Save the date. Uh, It's less than six months away. We hope, we hope, fingers crossed, loyal littles, it's less than six months away. August 7th, 2021, summer of the littles, 3.1, hoping we can do something in all these great cities across the country. Chuck, you and your other loyal little there might have to do something in Springfield. I, I, I feel bad. I forget her name, but... Remember, I mentioned there's a another oh, right. at least one loyal little in Springfield, Missouri, Chuck. So you might have to do something. Uh, so littles, pencil that in. Obviously, it depends on with COVID and everything. But hopefully, we'll be able to do something. Fingers crossed. And I think uh, everybody should come to Springfield. Let's just do that. <laughs> just make the whole big shebang right here in the great old state of Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> Springfield, Missouri. Chuck, I've been. <laughs> it's I've a destination. <laughs> I've played Springfield many times, Chuck. Um, yeah. So you know can how all, great it is. We can all stay at that one hotel, and <laughs> so anyway, we wanted to uh, just a couple quick shout out. Jenny Robbins writes on Twitter: Work has been crazy, and I am just now getting caught up on your podcast. I love it. Great hearing voices of many friends we haven't been able to see in well over a year. Jenny couldn't have said it better. I I don't want to quote Tony in the big show specifically, so I'll say this in my own words. But it is comments like this and emails that make all the time that goes into producing this podcast worth it. It really does. And, you know, he talked yesterday about he's just glad people enjoy it. And, you know, we tried to create the same kind of vibe here that's why i invite friends to come on with us and do this and have a good time with it and we just hope we love hearing that you all enjoy what we're doing so roxy also on the twitter your uh, favorite sam adams commercial that we talked about on the last podcast stirred up some fun <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call it fun on the old twitter and uh will comments the cherry wheat is Pick butt nasty in reference to your <laughs> Sam Adams commercial pick and the beverage. Now you oh, have a little man. bit of something to say about this, right? <laughs> First of all, have we ever heard the pig butt nasty? That's a new one for me. And I love yeah, it. And I probably great. will use it someday. Will. Uh, so Roxy, take it away. Well, I mean, I enjoy Sam Adams. That is <laughs> my favorite beer. I just had one last night. It was called holiday white ale it's a new one seasonal it was very tasty and i like what i like all right so what are some of your other ones uh, last i knew you told me you made a list because you were so not upset but you were just wanted to defend your your boy sam adams here oh yeah uh let's see well there's summer ale obviously boston lager is a staple porch rocker is very good jack o it's like a pumpkin ale Oktoberfest, duh um winter <laughs> lager cold snap yeah those are, yeah, those that's, are the some, that's the list that's the list, All right. list yeah. i mean i am also a big fan of the winter lager i think it's oh. that's one of their best mm-hmm. ones yeah it's mm-hmm. good I, I hear the word lager and i run i just i'm not a big it, i don't like a thick beer is that it, you yeah, know the ones sure. that come out and it almost looks like chocolate milk 
Oh, I just, that's I just, not this. That's all right. Well, I'm no. just not a big no. chocolate no. milk. Where do you get? That's like I've never seen that it's beer like really color. thick, like really thick. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a stout. Yeah. yeah, yeah, stout. Forget it. No, no, can't do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, you know, duels person, but, you know, I like a good blue moon. So that's kind of foggy. And I know, I know people are like, anytime you put fruit in a beer, it's not beer. But I don't know. Like, like Roxy said, we like what we like, I guess. So I'm sure I'll get hammered for the blue moon. Because, yes, I do put orange (laughs) in it. So anyway, let's, let's, let's get, we all know that you like the honey brown. I do honey brown's good. That, that was well, your that was favorite. That was your all time favorite. Back you in the day, drink that like it was going out of back, style. Back in the day, because it was Shack. going out of style. <laughs> it did go out of style. <laughs> so uh, a real special birthday shout out uh, yesterday, and we obviously lost him in 2000. But yesterday was Charles Schultz's birthday, or it would have been. Excuse me, would have been Aww. Charles Schultz's birthday. That has special meaning to me because a lot of people the term Chuck and they just equate it with Charlie Brown. And because I have Charlie Brown shirts galore, I have a Charlie Brown bowling ball for Pete's sakes. And uh, maybe I'll put that up on the Twitter page. I don't know. It's a goofy picture, you should. But, I love it. but I love it. It's uh Charlie Brown always had special meaning to me. I love Charles Schultz. I love the entire peanuts franchise and it's just my been my thing since I was a kid and still to this day as a grown up. Quick shout out to Charles Schultz and without creating yep. that who knows where we'd be cuz RIP. I can't believe it's been 21 years. That's what killed me when I saw that. I was like right. I remember I remember what tour I was on. I remember what they, I was in Toledo, Ohio at the theater when I heard the news. I remember exactly where I was cuz it wow. had such an impact on me. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, quick shout out. Chuck, did you see this? To J.J. Watt. And I'm going to say this for all the, for the big shows listeners. Thank you, J.J. Watt, for the free cameo. I mean, that's essentially what it was. He went on Twitter. I don't know why all athletes don't do this. Andrew Benatani, you owe us Red Sox fans one. Mookie Betts, you owe us one. Okay, so this was basically like a free cameo, and I loved it. And he goes on social media. I think it was Twitter. He goes on. And he posted a video and he, it basically said, I want you all to hear this directly from me in my mouth or something. I, I, I don't have the exact quote, but how great was that? And he went into the whole, just the whole announcement of like, I'm leaving Houston and thank you for everything, Houston, la, la, la. And I don't know. I just thought that was fantastic. I wish every athlete would do that. It, it just was very personable. You could tell it was heartfelt, and instead of just seeing a quote in a paper or in a tweet or something like that, I just really liked it. I thought it was great. Thank you, J.J. Watt, for that. I wish more athletes would do that. Where's he uh, going? We don't know yet. It oh, hasn't. He's it just, hasn't. Yeah, he just he's asked. He's just asked. <laughs> he asked, and well, and they agreed. They uh, they agreed. They said we're good. You know. Oh that, my gosh, it's they're like stupid. A dump, dumpster fire a, in, that, in that. Yeah, right, right. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see you there. But all right, Roxy, you get a quick. Because I feel duped. Uh, I wish Simon was here. We, we, By the way, we wish Simon well. He uh, had a friend in need. And pretty much as, you know, he's almost uh, has achieved little status in my book. Because as a good little good friend would do, he just dropped everything and went to the West Coast. And there was a friend in need on the West Coast. So he's out there dealing with a friend, taking care of them. And uh, we wish you well, Simon. And looking forward to having you back on the show. However... I feel duped because, Roxy, you <laughs> talked up to me, and I, I, I feel like I'm going to admit something to all the loyal littles out there. You talked it up. You told me that Katie Chuck, our girl on The Bachelor, a.k.a. Vibrator Girl, uh, <laughs> was going on a solo date. A so one-on-one, I, yes. A one-on-one, excuse me, if that's what it's called. I feel like Sally in the Pumpkin Patch, speaking of Charles Schultz, because I got duped into watching the episode of The Bachelor. So I actually (laughs) tuned in for that part of The Bachelor. And is it too soon for a spoiler alert? It's not. This aired like almost a week ago, right? Okay, she got sent home. Fuck, our girl's gone. Really? What happened? What'd you do wrong? Uh, There just just wasn't the romantic connection that she Mm. thought there was. Um, Mm. But I will... I will say, stay tuned because according to some reliable sources, she may be the next Bachelorette. And then you'll get an entire season of just a very real, genuine person. Whoa, is this breaking news? Are we breaking like some No. 
It's oh, okay. all over Twitter and whatever. Oh, it's all over the yeah. interwebs? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah. I mean, right, we'll Roxy. see. It, it's not always true, but it's probably true. All right, Roxy, you need to plug your ears now. I like that. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm about to take over, because two nights ago, we had the big... Per- we, we got called out a little bit, which is fine. I'm not going over many dramas. We've done a lot of TV talk. Well, hello, Clarice premiere two nights ago and i know you want nothing to do with it (laughs) oh no no. okay littles all i'm saying is give it a chance once you get over that rebecca breeds is the actress's name and she's not jodie foster you'll be okay she does what i would say is her best jodie foster impersonation and she does pretty good she's got the accent down i think it's called the west virginia accent it's it's really great it also uh, I have this category, the guy, that guy award uh, for me in this is Cal Penn. I had no idea Cal Penn was in this. I see him everywhere. Now he's, I, I had to do some homework on it. He is Kumar from Harold and Kumar now, but I never really saw any of those movies. That was not my generational thing. So I never watched any of those. So I know him from designated survivor, new girl. He was just in a flop last year, Sunnyside. Uh, he was also on The Big Bang Theory as Dr. Kevin Campbell, and he was on How I Met Your Mother. And Roxy, you said he, you knew him right away, right? He plays yeah, Kevin? Yeah, I just, I just watched the season he was in, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Because yeah. you're re-watching that series, right? I am. Well, okay. for the first time, straight through. So, oh, right, okay. So he yeah. gets that guy, that guy award. And uh, shout out to Jane Atkinson for playing Senator Ruth Martin to a T, and bravo to the casting department. I actually thought it was Diana Baker, or Diane Baker, I think is what, who, what her name was, from the movie. I mean, it was that close. I mean, I really thought it was her later in life playing a cameo. So I was excited to tell you all that there are cameos in this like there are in Cobra Kai, but sadly, no. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I understand that because this a whole thing takes place in 1993. I'm trying to do this as quick as I can. But um, I, I don't know about the cameo thing. I think that might have been a mistake. Because the Goldbergs do this thing where they bring people from like earlier in life and they're the actual people. I don't know. I actually thought it would have been fun. Like if they could have gotten Brooke Smith, the original Catherine, Catherine uh, in the original movie, maybe she could have played the mom this time. Or did they even think to, I'm going to butcher this name, but her name was Maria Skorobogatov, uh, who I guess changed her name because in the credits in the movie, the original movie, her name was Masha Skorobogatov, and she played young Clarice in the movie. Now, how cool would that have been if the young Clarice from the movie was now playing the older Clarice in this TV series? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been pretty cool. Anyway, so Littles, check it out. It's it's worth checking out. I was very excited. I was like, please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. I don't know if it's going to continue. It might fade out quick. Who knows? But I'm definitely saying give it a shot. And then while we're doing TV, two two new shows premiering this coming week. I'm not sure if I'm going to check them out or not. Young Rock starring The Rock and Keenan starring Keenan Thompson, uh, Saturday Night Live fame. So those are both on NBC. We'll uh, maybe check them out and tell you what we think. Now, Chuck, you asked me when we first came on off air, you said... Am I checking out what? Uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. I have not. Roxy, have you checked that out yet? Uh, I haven't yet. So it's on the Disney network. Mm -hmm. It's like they only put out episodes, I think, weekly. So they don't release the whole Mm -hmm. season, you know, so you can't really binge it. Yeah, right. It's not really like Netflix. Well, I guess you binge it once it's out. Right, right. That way, but so they're like half hour episodes. I've watched like one and a half so far, and I'm just kind of biding my time because I'm a little like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) And it's a Marvel thing, so there's superheroes that are like trying to blend into society, but it's like set in the 50s. They're episodes of like watching like I Love Lucy, but with Uh, these superheroes. Huh. So I don't know where it's going. Right. Um, yeah, it, it could be brilliant if it if it moves somewhere, or right. it could be just like I don't really get it. <laughs> All right, Roxy, we might have to check that out. I'm not really yeah. into superhero stuff, but um, you know, I'm, I'll try to keep an open mind for the podcast sake and check it out and give her a little thing. So we we never referenced the tiny little suggestion for this week, but I think I think hello, it's got to be Clarice. I mean, that's my tiny little suggestion. I mean, oh, show the lambs streaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Guys, our guest this week 
for our 25th episode. I, I am just so stoked about it. R- Roxy, what, what would you say about it? I mean, it covers I mean, everything. Yeah, I think we definitely pulled out all the stops for this episode. Yeah, I mean, it is so exciting. It was such a great interview, inspirational, informative, just funny, real. Like, it was just everything in one. It was awesome. All right, all you littles, we're going to get out of here because it's time to meet the littles. We'll be right back. We are being played in today by a group called The Trespassers, and this song is called Long Gone. And they can be found on pretty much all listening platforms, Bandcamp, Reverberation, iTunes. I haven't even heard of Reverberation. That must be a new one, or as the kids probably know about it, and I don't. And they have a Facebook page, all that stuff. Just look them up. They are called The Trespassers. And again, this song is called Long Gone, and as always, we will shut up and play the entire song at the end of the podcast. All right, all you little littles, it's time for your favorite segment in ours. It's time to meet the littles. And boy, do we have a great one for you today. One of the elite loyal littles. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Kevin Stanfield. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? You know, it's so interesting that you use the term elite because oh, is I've, it? I've been on Twitter <laughs> this morning doing the elite quarterback battle, you know? Oh, and have you? A, oh. Yeah, it's so strange because, you know, first of all, most of the people you encounter on Twitter are kind of dumb. I mean, <laughs> I, not <laughs> not any of the littles, but everybody else, you know? So they, yep. they, they, yeah, so when you interject or try to interject a little bit of intelligence into it, they just go crazy. So, but, right. you know, so we've determined that there's only one elite quarterback in the history of the NFL, and that's Eli Manning, because you can't, spell elite without e-l-i so oh so yes that just got me a little sick to my stomach okay that's true that's true Uh, you know i mean how can a quarterback that plays for new jersey be considered an elite quarterback that's all i don't get it so yeah so obviously we've been you know on twitter a little bit this morning and we saw that so i thought that might be a nice introduction for you (laughs) Thank you. We just want to make sure you know we do our homework here at the Loyal Littles Podcast. So I am impressed. So, Mr. Stample, we can't tell you how great it is to have you with us. We usually like to just turn it over to you. I mean, I know most Littles, if not all Littles, know who you are. But could you just uh, introduce yourself quick? Tell us who you are, what you do, and where you're from, and all that stuff. Anything you think a Loyal Little might want to know that might not already know. Okay. Well, well, first of all, I would say don't call me Mr. Stanfield, but it does sound... <laughs> It sounds kind of good, so you can keep rolling with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm Kevin. I started out, and, and stop me if, if this gets boring. I'm sure it will. Oh. I started out as a, as a little. You know, hi, I'm Kevin, and I'm a little. I was an avid. <laughs> sounds like we're at a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was an avid listener to the, the Tony Kornheiser show when it was local here in D.C. Avid listeners. And I got it. It was like sports radio was new to town. And uh, I mean, everybody knew about Mike and the Mad Dog and things like that, but it was kind of new here. The whole genre was new, but Tony did it in a different way. I mean, he felt like it was more of a game, pretty much. And um, everything he did was was just dripping with humor and sarcasm and, and irony. So, and I got it. And so I became a caller. I became a regular caller. You know, I do my little bits here and there. And it got to the point where the station contacted me and said, hey, two things. Number one, no, we're not going to give you a job. But <laughs> and I'll start to hang up then. But it said, two, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. if you want to, uh, we like what you're doing with Tony. If you want, we'll carve out a segment a week for you. We'll just carve out a regular time for you. You can be on every week and you do your thing every week. So I said, well, I want a job. But they said, no, you, know, you can't have a job. So yeah. what I did, I have been to the segment. I called it up. Uh, Call it what the brothers are doing. We want to make Tony cool. So we're just going to let you know what the brothers are doing in D.C. Uh, that week. So uh, let me see if I give an example. Like one weekend, I said, um, we're not going to be watching Tiger Woods in the Masters because we figured there's enough pressure on him to try to win without the weight 
of a whole race of people on his back or something like that. Right? So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then another one there. I don't know if you guys, you're probably too young to remember the discovery of the Hale-Bopp comet. Mm. Um, there was a comet about that period of time uh, discovered by two guys named Hale-Bopp. And we said that the brothers are not going to be doing that because we're mad because the brothers found that comet because it should be called the Yeoman Watson comet because um, two brothers were walking up the street and one looked up and said, yo, man, what's that? <laughs> So anyway, and, and, and things like that. So this was right before Tony made the announcement that the show was going to ESPN. Mm. So he was having a book signing of the, of the uh, classic Bald as I Want to Be book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I went down to his book signing, and I asked him, I said, hey, congratulations. Um, can we still do our little once-a-week thing? You know, I've gotten used to that. It's kind of fun. He said, as a matter of fact, the people from ESPN Radio asked specifically about that. I said, really? <laughs> he said, this sounds like I might get a job out of this. He said, as a matter of fact, they want you to contact them. I left out one little thing. I got into part-time radio, doing a little board hopping here or there, like maybe a couple of hours a week, just trying to break into the industry some way, shape, form, or fashion. So they asked me, uh, you know anything about radio? I said, I know a little bit. So they brought me to Bristol. It was so wow. cool. There was like a, the, the dude waiting with the sign with my name on it, you know, I said, hey, that's me. <laughs> you know, wow. I, I didn't know. Should I sit in the front? Should I be pretentious or sit in the back? I said, hey, is right. this, of course I'm going to sit in the back. Yes. Yes, and Jeeves, hurry, right? So, <laughs> so they offered me the job. They said, hey, we need somebody technically like Tony's going to be in D.C. We need somebody to make sure that the show is technically connected and uh, every once in a while chime in. And that was back in 1998. And the rest, as wow. they say, is history. So wow. that was well. That's well, we're going to come back to that history because yes. some some littles might not know that history. So, But first, now, did you go to school for radio? I mean, did you grow up in the D.C. area? Where where did you originally from? All that kind of stuff, if you don't mind. Grew up in Washington, D.C. Graduated from Anacostia High School for your local littles. Was in the Army for four years in a special program oh, wow. in electronics. Had a job working for IBM, repairing mainframes. But the mainframes started going away. And I said, oh, Lord, I need a career change. So mm-hmm. I started doing other things, and, and radio was something I loved to do. So I said, well, you know what? If you're going to do something, do something you love doing. So I just, well, that's why I got, like, the part-time jobs. I went to a, uh, actually public radio, and they gave free classes in radio production. The way they worked is if you did one thing, you took a class for one thing, you had to volunteer some time as something else. So I took classes as a talk show producer, but I had to volunteer my time as a news reporter. That was very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, that's how I got uh, started in radio because I wanted to be, you know, a radio dude. To be successful, you got to actually do what it takes to be successful. So, And then uh, Tony and ESPN gave me a chance. So wow. I'm totally grateful. That's so amazing. And so you didn't take like any journalism classes or anything like that, right? No. No, 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 no. I'm sort of like Will Smith, the Fresh Prince. Right? <laughs> you know, I love that. You know, he never took any acting classes before he started his show. Right? Yeah. And he's... He's so good. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot of things in common. <laughs> yeah, natural talent. So, okay, so now go quote the rest is history. So what is that history? So then after TK, like, where did that evolve into? Well, that show ran for five years, which is in that period of time in radio was unheard of. Most radio dudes do a show for a year, year and a half, right? But that experience, that sort of changed the landscape. I mean... Most of the time you do, you hear of a, a guy like a Larry King, you know, who just be by himself on the radio. You did have Mike and the Mad Dog, but, mm-hmm. but Tony brought the whole concept of like the peanut gallery into the thing, right? He had guys like Andy was his sidekick, of course. And then you had guys like Dennis and Roderick in um, Bristol. And, and then I was in D.C. So after that, they offered me, when Tony started PTI, they built a studio in the building. They had the TV studio, but there was two microphones and it was me, Tony and Andy. So I said, well, we can like me and Andy could fight it out and the winner gets Tony. So I started doing other things. I tried, you know, was an international spy for a while, you know, a hitman, things like that, you know, just uh-huh. had, to, <laughs> had to keep the, the children fed. But, uh, sure. And then, yeah, so, you know, I, I freelance. I still have my computer skills, and I still did radio from time to time. I worked, just just work, stayed alive, you know, as the BG said. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see if I can wrap this up. So And this, uh, and this was all in, in D.C., though, right? Yes, yes, it's all okay. been in D.C. It's all oh, been okay. in Okay, gotcha. DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you just um, went to Bristol for like an interview or something. Right. That's the only time okay, I went to gotcha. And then every once in a while we did a show from Bristol, which was kind sure. of interesting. 
I don't know if you guys ever been to Bristol, nah, but nah. yeah, that's that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Tony stopped doing radio for a while. And one day, I guess he decided that he was going to go back to radio. At that time, I was working for a company called Westwood One. They sold sports to other radio. You know, if you hear like a football game on a on a radio channel, it's because Westwood One was the company that put it there. So I, I worked for them for a while. And it turns out that the guy, the head guy at that place in D.C. was a friend of the program director on the station where uh, Tony did a show. And he told me, he said, yeah, man, Tony wants to talk to you. I said, I don't think I owe him any money, but let's let's find out. So, <laughs> let's you know, find out. Yeah, let's find out. So I did not owe him money, but he was he invited me to uh, be a part of the show again. Uh, before I was more of the uh, board operator, producer type guy, but but coming back, I got to be a part of the peanut gallery. I got to sit on the same side of the glass wow. as Tony. Didn't have to push any buttons or any of that, and I thought that was a good thing. So I was sort of like he had a rotating stable of of co-hosts, right? I guess mm-hmm. all those know the name like uh, Jeannie and and uh, David Aldridge and and Liz Clark and Gary I mean, and yeah. yeah yeah Gary Gary big time Braun, you know and that was one thing Gary had started his own company right you can talk to Gary and see if you, I can tell you this and he wasn't available all the time so I said well you know you can't get Gary Super G big time Braun. I know it's a tremendous step down, but but maybe Kevin's available. So, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell Gary I said that part. Right? So, okay, all right. So that's how it worked out. I became a part of the rotation, and and then I guess earlier when I said the rest of history, that's wrong because this is the rest of the rest of history. So that's how I started. That's how I became part of the crew, and been loving it ever since. It's been very very cool. Very cool. Well, wow. Don't forget, no matter what they say, you are an elite loyal little in our eyes. So yes. just don't, never forget that. I'd like to thank all the littles that, that made this possible for me. <laughs> now, speaking of owing people money or Tony money, yes. and you might not want to go into this and that's fine. But as I said, we do our homework here on the, the loyal littles podcast. Are you the one that was fined 11,000 for $30 in fines? Yes, that is, that is, that is me. Now, is that, the story that Tony, well, at one point I remember on the podcast now, but this was pretty recent that he was talking about when the, in the DC area, they were upping the, or they were changing the format of these things Yes. and like tricking people, not, I don't want to say tricking people, but you know what I mean? We were hoodwinked, so, bamboozled, <laughs> let us free. Okay. Well, Same I mean, yeah. so was that the, were you the one he was referring to, or was this just a coincidence? No, no. It got to be kind of a thing in the D.C. area. I mean, it was it received radio and television news coverage. I don't jumping ahead. I was it was on the whole matter made it to Good Morning America. Oh, uh, wow. I didn't realize yeah, that. I, probably, saw, I did see one news clip, but it was a D.C. area news clip. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, matter of fact, I, CNN t- brought me to New York and, and interviewed me for the CNN magazine and website because of the issue. See, at, at that particular time, they were just introducing they call them express lanes into the DC area. Uh, you know, I grew up. You could just get on the road and drive, <laughs> and it was no problem. They had toll roads in the south, and and like towards Richmond and in that area. And and you know, I was familiar with the Jersey Turnpike, but to me, it was a road that you helped pay for the road. You paid tolls to the road was paid for, then that was it. So then these, they call them express lanes, started popping up in D.C. And my wife lives in the area. Excuse me. She lives in this area. (laughs) But she she works in an area that's like 25 miles away and from Maryland to Virginia, D.C., through traffic and all that. She found it quite beneficial to be able to jump on this express lane. and, And she used them for a few months. And she had a credit card tied to it. Vehicles registered in my name, transponder for the um, express lanes registered in my name, so on and so forth. So what happened was she had misplaced her wallet one time. And so we immediately canceled all the credit cards. We had forgotten that this one credit card was tied to the EasyPass account. So for two weeks, she's using the thing and there's no indicators, no no signs, no lights yeah. or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. you just go. So we get a letter from the EasyPass people that said you missed these tolls the tolls amount to and you know it's been a while so i don't have the exact amount right uh maybe like 38 dollars that you've missed with penalties you owe us 1300 dollars i I called the people i said whoa wait a minute wait a minute we we just forgot you know we we didn't know you know we we will just pay the tolls we didn't know the thing we you know credit card situation and the people said okay well uh we'll look into that so I got another letter a week or so later. Yours, thirteen hundred dollars. 
I called him back and I said, well, I thought we'd clear this yeah. up. We just pay the, the, the tolls and, and that'd be it. we'll pay some penalty, but you know, we're not paying $1,300. A couple of weeks later, I get a summons and they said, you're being sued by, I'll say the company, TransUnion or Trans, yeah, TransUnion or Transurban, whatever the name of these people are, for like $13,000, excuse me, $13,000. What? <laughs> yes, they said there's the tolls, there is the penalty, and there's the legal fees, and then there's ten thousand because we just want ten thousand dollars of your money. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? What is going on here? Now, do you think this is because they knew you worked with you know Tony Kornheiser or no? Oh no, 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 no. And they know that they know there was no chance of me paying that. But but no, what it was is we found out doing the research and fighting this thing. I found out that this is a private company. Transurban was a private company out of Australia. Oh. And the deal oh. they make with the government is that you build the road, we'll maintain the road, we'll take the tolls, right? There's something. It will, it's a private road. It's not like your tax dollars are paying for it, although they use government labor to pay for it to build this right. road. It's a private road, and they can do anything they want to do with it. They could charge any penalty they want. They could charge you any fine they wanted. And people wow. were... And th there were cases, it was it was incredible. There were cases where people's, like, transponder was broken. They had money in their account, but there was a default in the transponder where it didn't read, and they were, and they racked up these, like, six, $7,000 with penalties. they go to court, and the court said, uh, okay, too bad, pay the fine. These people mm. were losing. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. But the saving grace, the saving grace was... I don't know if I should mention his name or not, but it was, it was a little. Well, mm -hmm. before that, before that, there's one little part I left out. They were going to build another one of these roads in another part of D.C. And Tony and Nigel and a couple of people uh, were on the show talking. They said, yeah, well, this is going to be good for the community, traffic, so on and so forth. So then I, I wrote them an email and said, hey, look, this is my circumstance. Don't do a Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction. I know, I don't know if y'all know what that means, but uh, um, yeah. don't, <laughs> don't do it yet. This is what's happening with me and these roads. So there was a little heard the show. So he called Nigel and said, hey, look, if Kevin wants to, I work for a pretty good sized law firm. If he wants to, we'll take his case. I just hate seeing good people get screwed over. And he, he brought me into his office, talked with, talk with the legal team. And it found out it's so amazing that the way that they did business in the state of Virginia, they registered as agents of the state. That meant that they are licensed to carry weapons. <laughs> you know, the, the toll road people can carry weapons and demand <laughs> cash it was crazy so i went and his team did a amazing did an amazing job amazing they said we're this is not <laughs> this is not going to happen not on our watch and they, they hooked up with some other people who were fighting this very issue and and it, it was so bad that the courthouse in virginia had a room designated just for the transurban for this fines. issue wow yeah it was horrible so that's when they knew people that's when we did the good morning america thing and and that was kind of funny too because the, well it was actually the cnn where there was the magazine article where they were taking my picture with the transponder and they were kept they said we need a little bit more attitude we need this in the picture what they <laughs> what they were trying to say was we need you to look more like an angry black man <laughs> right yeah but they didn't want to say it right they didn't want to make right. you an angry right, black man. Right, right. Of course. They tried to use every word they could think of that, that uh, it just and it just didn't work for me. But it was so finally, <laughs> finally, the uh, Transurban said because it was a, it was a, a federal lawsuit. We filed the federal suit. We settled, you know, not for cash. We just because that wasn't our intent. We had to pay our tolls. We had to pay a slight fine, which amounted to maybe a couple hundred dollars, you know, total. Okay. I mean, we did pay. That was our whole attempt. We, we were, you know, we wanted to pay. Yeah, but we'll pay. personally, I, I feel like y you could prove that you canceled the card because of, I mean, if this was theft or something like that. I mean, obviously, you said your wife just lost her purse, I think yeah. is what you said. Yeah, they didn't so, care about any of that. They didn't care about any just, of that. that okay. That's <laughs> so wrong. Could, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. People, the stories that people were telling as this was coming out, right? And and then they had their spokesperson saying, well, yes, uh, these people that violated their agreement. I mean, even on the Good Morning America, uh, Robin Roberts commented afterwards and said, well, yes, you have to pay your bills. You know, but she didn't, yeah. she didn't get it. The whole purpose was the outlandish fines. So our whole purpose is we're changing the way these people do business in this in this country. And, and that's what we did. So, um, 
you know, ever since that, what they do is they have to send letters now. They've been, they've gotten rid of the outlandish fines. It's what oh, they were charging people before thousands of dollars might end up being a $75 fine, which will increase in time. But you have to give you X number of months to respond. So it was, you know, it was a major victory for little everywhere. Wow. <laughs> sure. No, I'm sorry. I mean, that, it's that... silly that they... Yeah, it's silly that they, from the beginning, weren't giving people the benefit of the doubt and saying, here's a warning, just so you know, because then if you had more time, you would have been able to look into, oh, right, this card was connected to that, so we need to fix this. Like, that's ridiculous that they weren't doing that from the beginning. I also feel like there are certain people that will try to take advantage of that kind of a situation or just say, oh, I'm not, I don't care. I'm just going to drive through it. You know, fine. Those people are the ones, and again, I, I think those fees were outlandish, but those are the ones, I mean, if you could prove like, oh, this was an honest mistake, here's proof, call my credit card company, the card was canceled mm-hmm. on this day because of this. Well, that story just makes me angry. So I need a break. <laughs> I know. So we're going to take a quick break. And Littles, I'm going to calm down a little bit. We'll be right back with Kevin Stanfield. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And with permission, we have Kevin with us giving us some great TK stories and just, well, some that are making me angry. I mean, I'm glad that whole toll thing got settled for you for sure. So you're originally from D.C. So and we know I mean, you didn't quite just in case Littles don't know what what are you doing right now? Right now, I'm well, uh, I don't know if the littles are familiar with Mr. Claude Jennings. They should be if they're really littles, right? Mm-hmm. Claude Jennings was one of the original producers. He was some of the uh, emergency producers. If Nigel got uh, sick or hung over or drunk on his way to work, Claude would come in. And <laughs> well, he's Claude... a Brit after all. <laughs> <laughs> and Claude knows more about radio than, than anybody else I know. So Claude and I uh, do a podcast. Uh, we call it the Federal Football Report for uh, well, we're in Washington. We never use the other name of the other team. And yeah. uh, we worked for an outfit called Federal News Radio in Washington. And at that particular time, that was the home for all the sports in D.C. except for pro football. We uh, we did the Wizards games. We did the Capitals games. We did uh, we carried the national game. For the uh, Wizards and Capitals, we're the, the flagship. We're the ones where the, the broadcast originates through us, right? Uh, for the Wizards, we're just like an affiliate. We carry the game. We do college basketball. So we did all kinds of sports. And in the daytime, they did government radio. So we asked the boss, hey, boss, can we have a radio show? She said, yes. <laughs> so oh, wow. Claude and I developed the Federal Football Report. And you can find that on Podcast One. Just go to uh, Podcast One, do a search for Federal Football Report. And then you'll find uh, Claude and myself. So, so that's what we're doing now. And uh, then we're just, uh, we're mercenaries pretty much, right? So if you need, you know, somebody whacked, just give us a call or, uh, <laughs> or, your, or your kitchen well, remodel. Right, the there reason I wanted to mention that was, was because one of our questions is, do you have a favorite sport? Do you have a favorite team? And obviously you grew up in the D.C. area and all that. So is, is are they all equal in your eyes or? No, 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 not oh. at all. It's not even close. It's not even close. Oh, uh, great. It's, it's all football. It's all uh, mm-hmm. the Washington football team, the W, or as I call them, the dub. It's the all dub. about the dub now. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Love it. Gro- growing up in this area, I'm a legacy guy. I've, I've learned that in dealing with computers, that old computers are called le- legacy versions now. So it's not vintage anymore anything. I'm legacy. That's me. Old school is now mm. legacy. So I'm of the legacy where I remember uh, Sonny Jurgensen and Billy Kilmer and, and Joe Theismann back doing that legacy. So yeah. um, there were the Washington senators when I was a kid, but they got unceremoniously ripped from my, my bosom. So, yeah. and then we had the, the bullets were originally in Baltimore, which then they sold them to DC and then they became the wizards. So on. And then the capitals, you know, they, they just popped up out of nowhere. One day I was looking and then we had a, a hockey team, but I'm a big hockey fan as well. Uh, I'll never, the first hockey game I went to in my life, I went to as a reporter for the new Tony Kornheiser show, because I said it would be kind of cool just to say what the what the black person experience is at a hockey game, and it was so cool. I became hooked ever since that because hockey people are so knowledgeable, and and the fact that you can't get up and go to your seat while there's action on the ice, they're, they're just so respectful. So I became a big fan. But without a mm-hmm. doubt, without question, the main thing is football for me. And. Um... So what? Wh- how do you feel about the current situation? Now, obviously, you guys made the playoffs this year. That was exciting. You had a hard loss to Tampa Bay. 
which that must feel good now. So you can oh, say, man, well, no. that's horrible. No. That's horrible. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? You could say, well, we got beat by the eventual <laughs> champion. You know what I'm saying? Horrible. That's horrible. That's still horrible. That's, yeah, we oh, used to say horrible. that. <laughs> We used to say that when the when the Giants would go to the Super Bowl, and say, "Yeah, but at least we beat we beat the champs, so we're really the champs." Yeah, no, is it, no. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love this team, I'm a realist. Uh, we were seven and nine this year. Yeah, seven and nine with a new coach. Now the uh, the COVID situation, you got to take everything for grain of salt because they didn't have the usual uh, mini camps and and training and and off season workouts and things. So, but everybody was playing with the same, you know, according to the same rules. So I'm looking for some improvement organizationally this year. The quarterback thing was I, I don't like well, the I way that they Yeah. Well, but the Alex Smith returning was just such a great story. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I felt bad for Alex, uh, you yeah. know, because they were, you can imagine, they were like Dr. Frankenstein in the laboratory and said, Alex, but what if we, like, put this bolt right here and, and then take a, a two-by-four tie here? Do you think you could play there? And Alex said, uh, no. Wait, 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 Alex, about, we could put a concrete block around your ankle. Maybe, could you get out there then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Alex, we can glue the leg. We can glue we the We need you, man. We need you. <laughs> we need you. I don't know. I said, all right, okay, give us Heineke. But mm-hmm. so they tried. If there was a chance in God's green earth that the Alex could have played, he would have played. Though. So, but yeah. at some point, it's just not worth it. I mean, not mm-hmm. for these guys, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited about the future, but we haven't. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We got, we got swept by the Giants, guys. <laughs> you yeah. know, so uh, nothing, nothing personal. <laughs> well, it was funny, you know, especially I won't say what we've been calling it all year. We will say the NFC East. Now, it seemed like every team, well, especially the Washington football team and the Giants specifically, they had brushes of like moments. You thought, oh, the Giants are going to win this out. And then you felt like all of a sudden the Washington football team started making a run and stuff like that. And it was just it was just such an odd season for that division. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. No one, I mean, Saquon being out was the killer, right? That's sure. Saquon, look at it. Saquon was out. Dak, Dak was out. Uh, yeah. Alex Smith was was up and down, in and out. You know, we had a quarterback. Philly, who knows what's happening. Well, at one there. point, we all were like eating our words, you know, with that tie they had. I thought that was going to come into play at one point. I really did. Especially, I'm a diehard Saints fan. So when Philly, how embarrassing was that? When they beat us, that was just like, what is happening? That sidetracked our season, you know, to get the one seed and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just an interesting thing. So it's going to be weird to see where this division goes and who makes improvements and whatnot. But now, how do you feel about the whole hosting the playoff game? What I really didn't like about it was it was so late at night. Uh, yeah. It's been a while since it's been like since 2012. Well, no, I take it back. There was one time with Captain Kirk Cousins, I think right. like 2015, Green Bay came and just humiliated. Uh, <laughs> <the team. laughs> but yeah. it's been a while. I just wanted the game to be like in the in the legacy days when it was like you know, bright sunshine, crisp, yeah. you know, like, mm. you know, we're not going to have the shaking stands of RK, but at least, you know, I won't have to take a nap before the game. Right. You know, I was sort of worn out. Right. You know, my peak around, well, it was also the new the new format, you know, with three games in a day. That was a totally different thing. Too. Now, I love that because just as a football fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. football all day, two days in a row was fantastic. But you're right. If you're the third game of that day, you're worn out. You know, yeah, just... you have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Right. And wait. Pretty soon it's going to be just like the NHL and everybody's going to make it except for two teams. And then because, <laughs> you know, we were five and nine, you know, you know, it's a playoff team. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, like I'm saying, five and nine, you know, if we, know, if we make yeah. the halftime, we should be OK. Right. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you did put up a good fight. I mean, it was what, a five point game, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of those things dreams are made of. It's like it yeah. could be a, a Hallmark movie, right? Young kid taking uh, college courses two weeks prior in the playoff game. What did he have to lose? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. They, they had no film on him. They don't know who this kid was. The kid was like six, what they say in Rudy, you're five foot nothing, a hundred yeah. nothing. That's what the guy was, right? And, yeah. And he's a hero, right? He's, you know what? If I'm Taylor Haneke, I'm retiring right now. Right. <laughs> you know, it's yep. not going to get any better than this, right? I went toe-to-toe exactly. with Tom Brady, who couldn't even – I tried to say, uh, congrats, good game, Tom. I turned around. I'm so short. Tom didn't even see me. I'm retiring <laughs> right now because it's just not going to get no better than that. 
Well, I was going to save this question for later, and this is another one. I want you to know we do our homework, but all right. All right. So who's the better quarterback, Patrick Mahomes or Tyler Henneke? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a debate on Twitter, which led me to tweet. I, I, you know, I, I don't quote myself, right? But you people is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How can you even allow yourself to type that? I don't care if you're using a computer or an iPhone or whatever. How does anybody put Patrick Mahomes and Tyler Henneke in the same Twitter conversation. <laughs> Your answer would be because it's Twitter. But people actually wrote that. They yeah. actually wrote it. And when I questioned it, they questioned me. And I said, there's no point in me talking to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't, I'll just be stupider at the end of this conversation, right? You know, so, <laughs> yes, yes, someone actually said that. I mean, Ooh. I feel like it would have been like, You got mad about the, the tolls? You got mad about the tolls? <laughs> 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 well, I was just going to say, I feel like it would have been appropriate at that point to say, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they might not. I am, like you said, I am the king of the littles. But uh, yeah, people say that. I appreciate you doing your homework because you yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, they sure did. And I was like, it made me laugh. And I'm like, oh, I got to bring that up. We're, we're, <laughs> we're interviewing him today. I'm like, we got to bring that up. So in all serious, getting away from sports for a second, and hopefully you'll want to talk about this a little, and if not, it's okay, oh. but it would be silly for me to have you on the podcast and not ask you about the inauguration. Now, you were mm. there for that, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay. So could you just go into that a little bit, if you wouldn't mind? Like, what was that like? And it was, you know, some people were worried about you. They're like, please don't go. Don't do it. Yeah, it all started from, you know, I live literally, literally. 20 minutes from the Capitol, you know, pre-COVID workday, I drive by the thing every single day. And to have these clowns act like that and try to, to do that to defile the Capitol and not have multiple skulls bashed in, forgive me, I know this is a yeah. family show, right? You know, I don't, I don't condone violence unless mm -hmm. it's absolutely necessary and people are trying to raise yep. an insurrection, right? You know, it, it just, it just infuriated me. And, and their whole tactic, any terrorist tactic is fear. They want you to be a, afraid to live, afraid to, to live your everyday life. And I know that they discourage people from going by saying, I'm going, I'm going to go and mm -hmm. I'm going to express to these people, you know, I will defend myself if anything happens, but I'm not causing any trouble. I just want them to know that I wasn't afraid. And I had yeah. my game plan down and, and I was going to park as close as possible and walk. And, and it was like Will Smith and I am legend. There was nobody there. <laughs> there was nobody. I parked the car. I walked by one police officer. Hey, how you doing? It was just walking. And and I walked. I, I saw the Capitol. I, you know, I was walking there and you know, no cars. I saw a couple of deer. <laughs> but, but there was nobody down there. And finally, I got to within, I'd say, two blocks, two short blocks. I could see the Capitol. I looked right at it. I could see the Capitol, and I could see the grandstands on the left from, from where I was standing. Mm -hmm. Everything else was blocked off. I, I also went to support the troops, right, because I am a veteran. I want right. to tell the mm -hmm. troops I appreciated them, right? I know, because it has to suck to be able to have to maybe pretty much fight your own people, right? Fellow uh, citizens. Yeah. yeah. I just sure. wanted to let them know that I appreciated the job they were doing, right? Because it wasn't like these people, you know, walked a couple of blocks. These people came from around the country to mm -hmm. come to Washington. One, one, one quick offshoot. I don't know if you saw the picture of the guy sleeping in the in the parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. As as a veteran, I would like you to say these guys were happy to be in the parking lot because that meant that they were indoors as opposed to sleeping outdoors, right? Oh, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah I know. So there's no gotcha. yeah. So yes, I was down there. I um. PA system was kind of weird because you could hear it clearly except when the wind blew. And because I did tweet at one point, I could have sworn I just heard the, the announcer say, ladies and gentlemen, homie the clown. But that was because, <laughs> it was because of the wind. So yeah, I did right. hear uh, Lady Gaga and the Star Spangled Banner, which was awesome. Uh, yeah, I heard Kamala Harris get sworn in. Uh, mm -hmm. It was getting a little cold. I said, Joe, Joe, I know you're good, right? You've already, you know, you sort of got sworn in as vice president. So it's sort of like with Joe, it should have been just like renewing your driver's license. So yeah, it was an awesome experience. And I just wanted to, to represent for the littles everywhere. Sean, we're not afraid of you guys. You can come try the nonsense again if you want to, and you get... You know, I welcome you to a nightstick shampoo. It's, it, that's this is our country. We can't have that. We just cannot yeah. have that. It must yeah. have been surreal for you or anybody doing what you did, just like popping over and checking it out. Like one week, there's this massive 
craziness happening. And then the very next week, this well, incredible just, thing that we do every four years. You and know? you're hearing like, our first woman vice president get sworn in. I I mean, yeah, it was historic. There, there were, I think the crowd, we, we swelled at uh, 25 people. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was a couple of people with the signs. It was something that, that had to be done. <laughs> you sure. know, if right. not, if not me, who? Right. So, yeah. Well, thank you for everything. I mean, thank you for your service. Thank you for <laughs> yes, for you your know, bravery, representing and... the littles. And yeah, your bravery. And, right. That's yeah, exactly wow. what I did. That's I said. It's for the littles. Wow. <laughs> and they say who? I, I told the National Guard <laughs> people, I'm here representing the littles. Oh, in that case, come on in. Right oh, there. well, yeah. come on in. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you right up front. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. We'll let you hold the Bible. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So, wow, that's great. Wow. So, um, well, so one question that a little came up with, speaking of, and it's kind of a fun one. This could be interesting because of your relationship. What is one thing that Tony does that drives you the most nuts? One thing that he does that drives me nuts. That's really... That's a good question. That's a good question because I would say everything, but because it drives me nuts, it's, uh, it's, this is kind of weird. He overcreams his coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh, interesting. And I, I look at him and it's just like, it just is nonstop. It's like, he's got the horn of plenty of, of coffee made. It's just over and over and over. And Man, how can you do that? <laughs> that's that's very obscure. Yeah, I know, right? You know. That, no, that's, that's great. Are you kidding me? So now, so if funny. I ever get to intern for him, I'll know how he takes his coffee. Yeah, this yeah, it's perfect. Right. <laughs> Plenty of coffee, mate. You'll be you'll be set. You'll be totally now, set. Does he have a flavor? No, like no, vanilla? just regular, nope, old, just regular, regular. Okay, mm-hmm. old coffee, mate. <laughs> All right, good to know. Inside baseball, there, fellas. I tell you. Right. Never told oh, anybody amazing. that story. Wow. All right. Well, so like good. MTV behind the music. A loyal little <laughs> podcast first, everyone. This yeah. is great. Well, Kevin, we can't thank you enough for all the, the stories and coming on. Now, real quick, you mentioned it before, but we want to make sure we plug everything you need to plug. Now, you mentioned your podcast. Do you want to plug that again? Anything else sure. we should be listening to? The Federal Football Report on Podcast One. Click subscribe. It's free. And by doing so, you'll uh, help feed starving children. That's mine and Claude's. But uh, <laughs> we're, we talk sports, but we're not limited to sports, right? You know, gotcha. we do movie mm-hmm. reviews. Uh, sometimes we'll even look at the movie before we review it. But Now, do you like to yeah. do you like people to rate and review? Is that one of your big things? Because that's what we ask. Uh, no, 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 no. We just want you okay. to click. We don't care if you just... like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Even if you hate it, click like it anyway. It. Subscribe you hate it anyway. Yeah. Want to, just, yeah. just subscribe. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, All right, Kevin. So, And you guys are on Twitter, right? Why yes, we are. I am at Stanfield Kevin. And make sure it's at Stanfield Kevin because there's another dude named Kevin Stanfield who does weather in Utah. And I oh. ain't him. Right. <laughs> You'll see. Google him and you'll see why. I'm at Stanfield <laughs> Kevin and Claude is at Claude J Radio. Gotcha. So. Now, on on a scale of one to ten, how jealous is Claude right now? Oh, for being on this show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, for me being here? Oh, ten. Yeah. <laughs> ten. He's now, probably like banging at your door now. Check your front door, see if Claude is <laughs> now, Tell him. I mean, at, at some point, we would love to have him come on too if he's willing. Glad we're making him jealous. Glad we're <laughs> pumping, pumping you up a little bit. I do have to give a quick shout out to Bill LaHecka for pointing us in your direction, of course. Oh, yes, Obviously, yes. we're just this little new podcast starting out and uh, can't thank you enough. All right. We pay a little homage to the big show by saying we'll get you out of here on this. Roxy? Over or under? Within reach. <laughs> ah, so it doesn't matter as long as it's close by. As long as it's close by. That's, that's my quality. Love qualify. it. And close I believe that it. is another Loyal Littles podcast first. <laughs> yeah. We've never had that answer before. All right. So within reach. That's excellent. <laughs> sure, you can all, you can all agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We've had all kinds of stories right down to someone where there was none and he was in a McDonald's. So he literally had to call the he, he first he had to Google the store, <laughs> the, the restaurant, call find the them, number, find the number, call them and explain oh, no. to them that he's in their bathroom. Can you please bring in toilet paper? Oh, and no. <laughs> they thought it was a prank call, of course. And he's like, no, no, I'm serious. 
I really need. And then he he explained how he had this weird exchange with someone walking in and saying, you know, handing it to him under. It was yeah. We, we've had them all. We've had some really good stories, and that's why you know, we like to it ask. You know, it would be really questions. funny if the person that brought it in and they say, "Sir, do you want it over the booth, or do you want it?" Yeah. <laughs> right. That would have been hilarious. That's yes, fantastic. Yes, it's been a lot of fun, and it's 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 so cool when you do something you enjoy doing, right? You know, you could do you know, you could do this all night if you wanted to, and sometimes you might have to do that. You might have to have have a, a, a telethon. Well, it's kind of telethon. Yeah. Right. You know, a so that could be fun. Right. Yeah. Roxy, Roxy right now is like, shut up. Just shut <laughs> up. Like, because she's the one that created this monster, and it has completely taken over my life. It has. It's, it's so cool. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's when you get in, you're all, you're so, you're, what, all in for, yeah. for the podcast. That's yeah. t-shirts, all in for the littles. That's what all in for the, oh, that's a good one. We'll, we'll, we'll give you credit that. for that. All in for the littles. So, right. well, Kevin, thank you again. And wow, this has been great. Really appreciate it. Sure, anytime, anytime, literally, anytime. All right, all, right, all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. Uh, Mr. Stanfield, yes, I'm calling you Mr. Stanfield. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was fantastic. We enjoy all of them, and all these littles have such great stories to tell. But these old school stories about Tony especially, and and that Easy Pass one, I mean, I legitimately was pissed off. I legitimately needed a break at that point. Oh, me too. To cool off. I mean, I've never heard of such a ridiculous thing. I'm glad it worked out. Anyway, let's get to the Friday Five. All right, here we go. Number one, the U.S. has amended the Constitution 27 times. There's our information for life for this part of the I did not know that. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big history buff. <laughs> what is, did you know that, Chuck? Hell no. See, thank you. All right, so information for life. What is your favorite and your suggestion for the 28th, Roxy? Ah, I love me a 19th Amendment. Women's votes, yes. I don't know if I can really say this, but I would say the 28th Amendment would be that you must not use social media as your hobby, as your main <laughs> hobby, you know, well, there's, there's more, get, go outside, get, breathe some fresh air. You can still safely do that. Yeah. And you can yeah. still be on social media technically while you're outside. Yeah, so, sure. You know? Sure. I mean, take a step away from your screen. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I should take that advice actually. Yep. Um, what is your second? I think she was talking <laughs> to me littles. That was directed at me. I think. <laughs> Anyway, what is Chuck? What is your second favorite sports team and why? Well, okay, so now, well, wait, can tech- we break this down? Because I, I wasn't sure exactly what this meant. Does this mean like, so you have a favorite sports? So like, you're a, a Chiefs fan, as we know, and we all know they lost, and we feel bad about that. But so now you're also a baseball fan, and I don't even Chuck. Do you have a favorite hockey and basketball team? I don't even know. I do. Yes, I do. Oh, huh. absolutely. Uh, so. Well, we haven't really talked baseball because we haven't really been, yeah, we doing been this baseball season. during right. baseball season. So since I've already mentioned the Chiefs in many an uh, episode, I will just go ahead. I'm, first and foremost, I'm a baseball guy. So that's my sport. And so I will just go out and say that I am a big Baltimore Orioles fan. Uh, yes, go! You are. Yes, 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 you How are. about that? Well, okay, so now this is my question because I read the question as you said. I don't know why I read it this way, but I was thinking like, okay, so say baseball is your sport. Now, what is your right. second favorite team? See, I read baseball? it that way. Well, that's how I read the question, but I was just curious. I mean, you're. Well, uh, okay, so I'm a, I've been an Orioles fan because I've been a uh, Cat Rupp and Kent fan forever. And so that's what kind of got me into the Orioles. Yeah. And, but before that, I was, I was a Mets fan back in the 80s Ooh, uh, when, I was a, when I was a wee lad. I but I guess that. if I had a second favorite team, it'd probably have to be the Cardinals just because of where I am oh, and right, the success of the of the program. Right, um, right, gotcha. Sure. And sure. we also have the AA affiliate affiliate for the Cardinals is in the great city of Springfield, Missouri. Oh, that's right, right. So right. I mean, there's okay, some so, there. so I do like I do like following them, especially later in the year when those are typically out of their contention. Um, <laughs> I guess something else to kind of look at. That's true. So all right, so you got you know O's American League, Cardinals National League. There you all go. right, that'd be a great World Series. And so. little known fact, the or- the Orioles actually were came from St. Louis, who were originally the Browns, St. Louis Browns. Oh, right, of course. Oh. There you go. Right. So it's all, it's all connected. 
Number three on the top five is for Chuck. Assuming yeah. Tony and Mike are one and two, who is your third favorite talking head? Ooh, yee, that's a tough one. I've got a few, actually. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is because of PTI around the horn. I was thinking Tony Reale, but then I was thinking, you know, they have so many people like Woody Page and stuff like that. But I was actually thinking Bill Simmons, honestly. Bill Simmons, because mm. I, I, I do listen to his podcast a lot. I, I wish he wasn't an NBA guy. I really don't because I'm not as into the NBA as he is. I wish he was a baseball guy because then I would really love it. Yeah, I would, I would say Bill Simmons probably. Okay, Chuck. Time is generally considered the fourth dimension. Agree or disagree? Uh, well, I definitely agree. That's basic physics. Everybody knows that. But what I'd really like to talk about is the fifth dimension. And how about that song, Dawning of the Age of Aquarius? I mean, classic. Oh, that's a good one. Classic. Chuck, Chuck do we know? Better question. Chuck, uh, do we know what show that's from? The song? Yes. Wasn't it in 40 year old version or something? <laughs> Chuck, it's on a Broadway <laughs> show, Chuck. Oh, really? Here? Yes. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, I just guessed that out. Chuck. <laughs> anyway, wow, that's Chuck. the fifth dimension. Much the fourth. I'm, I agree. Yes. Fourth dimension. Time. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Last one. Quick, Roxy. If you Google Fifth Empire, Portugal was the pick to follow ancient Greece, the Roman Empire, and Europe. What? take has aged worse than that one uh michael scott is the worst boss watches the entire series michael scott is the world's best boss oh going off drop. oh yeah wow. <laughs> everything comes back to the office everything that's actually a pretty good one all right <laughs> All right, Loyal Littles, that's our Friday Five. That's all the time. We hope you enjoyed our 25th episode. I cannot believe it's been 25 episodes. This is it's crazy. Silver you know, anniversary? Yeah, what'd you 25? get us, Chuck? It's our silver... <laughs> oh, it's not really an anniversary, it's in the mail. so... It's in the mail? It's okay. in the mail. Oh, very good. <laughs> all right. We're getting a box of that. Did you hear that, everyone? Um, <laughs> so, but in all serious, Loyal Littles, we have you to thank for it. Absolutely. Uh, with, without you, loyal listeners, we would never have done 25 episodes. We would have done one. We would have done one. <laughs> and uh, Claire would have felt horrible because she was the one guest we would have had on. So we're thankful on behalf of her and us and everyone here at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And I do want to give a quick shout out to Joe and Roderick and Simon for jumping on every once in a while and keeping us going here. It's just been it's been a lot of fun. We can't thank you enough for being loyal listeners, and we just hope you continue and hope you enjoy. So, uh, Roxy, tell them how they can get in touch with us. Email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on the Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod, and our Facebook page is The Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget, if you're on iTunes or Apple or any of that, you know, I'm just going to go with our beloved guest today. We don't even care anymore. Don't rate, review. Just click and subscribe. That's, you know, if you don't like us, we don't care. Just just subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. Please rate and review because <laughs> unlike Mr. Stanfield, who has a well-established podcast, he doesn't need all that. We need rates and reviews. So that's really helpful still. Thank you for those of you who've done it. As always, thank you for retweeting. Thank you for sharing. That's how we're going to get the word around. We really appreciate it. We love all you loyal littles. Here's to 25 more at least. And say goodbye, Chuck. Say goodbye, Roxy. Goodbye, Chuck. Thanks Roxy. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And remember, if you're out, shopping online tonight. Use the code, people. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, loyal littles. Because you can't spell elite without E-L-I.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. Yo, man, what's that? <laughs>